Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Previously on Dungeons and Dragons. I move my body without thinking about direction just to check. You can move. I want to know what moving your body without thinking of direction looks like. (laughs) (laughs) It's a sight to behold. Do we go to the castle? I mean, my first instinct is to go to the castle. You pick up pace and begin moving quickly towards the bridge, and you get there. It looks like it's hanging on by a thread. Well, if we have an eagle, it can fly over. Oh, also I can fly. So Hmm. now it's left to uh, the two fighter types and a ghost horse. Rax and I are both perhaps too heavy for this. Now, I also have a Tome of Thunderstep. Do you think it could open a book, say some words, close the book, and then teleport itself to a place it can see? Um, Guys, I can get from one place to another, but you need hands. Rax, work with me. Work with me, Rax. I didn't think the bridge was going to be the point. You turn and you look up these steps towards this castle looming before you, and you see carved into the wall above the door is a giant raven's head. Welcome to Dungeons & Dragons. I'm your Dungeon Master, Russ Moore. He, him. Also with me today is Kristen Fleming. Hi, again. <laughs> Welcome back. Thanks. I'm never leaving. No, that's a, that's that's our goal. I love it. First intro, so you're like a main cast member now. Yeah. You're just yeah. in rotation now. You're not yeah. in guest star. If you were it's, in our home, you'd have to go get your own plates and stuff. That's you right. Could, you could rifle through our fridge. That's, that's right. right. I'm fine with that. I make good leftover snacks, and I don't have any problem with loading the dishwasher. Perfect. Amazing. We don't have we a don't dishwasher, have so... <gasps> I know. She doesn't want to be on the podcast anymore. <laughs> She's out. Just one more day. Just one more day, Kristen. Just one more day. Just stick it out just one time. You're going to get one the next time a new patron signs up, so it's just fine. mild heart arrhythmia at that yeah, point. Right? I know. Every morning I wake up, I'm like, I had a better life. 200, uh, 200 patron, we get a new dishwasher. Oh, that's yeah. That's a good goal. Yeah. Uh, who do you play, Kristen? Thank you for the prompt, because I didn't remember what I was supposed to do now. I play Agath, Godlust Cathalo Alavi, whose name I may have gotten right for the first time. Um, she, her, Goliath cleric fighter person. Got it all. Check the boxes. Also with me today is Amy Moore. I am here. So happy to be here. Uh, and I play Thea Amastasia, a uh, high elf druid. Uh, she, her, for both of us. <laughs> Guys, I'm going to nail this. Amy's very tired. Very tired. I, didn't sleep at all I, I feel Amy's pain. 
And Carla Maxted. She, her, I play Yen Bolnuri, a Kalishtar cleric. And Tom Laird, too. He, him, and I am playing Talgear tonight, who also goes by he, him. Hello, everybody, and welcome back, Kristen. Uh, you know, I just like to start it with, with some good energy there. Throw everybody off. We're in a different place. Who knows so what's going to happen? I'm into it. Bring the chaos. Where we have some fun things happening, like we're going to get some new character art for this Adventures of game that we've been playing for almost the same amount of time as our regular show. <laughs> um, and it's it's so far looking very good. So hopefully by the time that this comes out, we have samples of that to show our patrons. And you could be one of them, too, at patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast, where you also get an episode dedicated to you. Like today's mm-hmm. patron, Ray Serbeck. Hey. Thanks, Ray. Thanks, Ray. Thank you so much. Yes. Thank you, Ray. And now, fuck it. Let's play. Well, that rhymes. That rhymed. That's a good it felt start. Good. It felt good. <sighs> Previously, we crossed a bridge. Oh, did we, though? Eight hours later. That's right. <laughs> it was real rough. It's real rough. Uh, <laughs> y- you all find yourself standing at the uh, base of this castle that you had seen off in the distance. This, this giant angular stone castle. And going up the main staircase to the entry doors, you see this large symbol of a raven's head above the door. Everybody roll a history check, please. Could it be a religion check? Could be. Religion would also qualify. So either or. I'm not good at either of them, oddly enough. Yeah, no, they're both bad. I have a really (laughs) great bonus in history, but I rolled a three. Natural 20. Oh, oh yes. Thank nice. God. I knew we kept Kristen around for a reason. Way to spend it on the stuff that counts. And that's why I introduced Kristen first. That's right. <laughs> Not like hitting things. Um, I know exactly what that is, Russ. Yeah, it, you know that's the symbol of the Raven Queen. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt. And I point to it. That is the symbol of the Raven Queen. A little on the nose, though, don't you think? You know, it's a raven... Does it have a crown on it? Ooh, does it have a crown? Yeah, I'm curious. Uh, no, no, oh, it doesn't just, have okay. a crown. Yeah. The only thing it needs is a crown on it. I also had a good roll. I had a 25. So what is? what do I know other than just that the Raven yeah. is the Raven Queen, which seems like probably not what Kristen earned with her nat 20. No, that's, that's exactly what she earned. <laughs> right. Hands down. That's what I deserve. <laughs> yeah. You know that the Raven Queen is a... Queen? A queen. A queen, okay. obviously. Mm-hmm. Yep. She likes a raven motif. Uh, yeah. Got mm-hmm. it. A lesser deity who uh, controls the Shadowfell and all of its denizens. You know that the Raven Queen was, I mean, still is, an elven being who, who tried to become a god. And through the ritual of becoming that god, um, was split and brought into the Shadowfowl, where she now controls, or, you know, where she controlled. We don't know what the current status, um, what, what her Tinder bio says, <laughs> uh, where she controls the, the, this plane, trying to accrue her power again to come into godhood of sorts. Okay, so it'd kind of be maybe great if she's here, if she's feeling in a good mood. Yeah. And is still functioning as a god. That'd be good. If if that if she if she made it to that far, then yes, that would be good. So is the Raven Queen someone we got to be worried about, or is this? Well, I don't think she is normally um, a good guy. 
I don't think. But if a god is a god, still functioning as a god, that is that is good news, right? At this point, any god will do. Yeah, well, yeah, I guess we... That's what our Beggars can't be choosers. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Pew. Uh, no, uh, yeah, no, beggars can't be choosers. Uh, so... Just go up. Do we, do we, do we just go knock on the door? Or? Should we bring a gift? Is there, like, some sort of social etiquette in this situation that we should be aware of? I might have a gift on me. Well, it's always nice to arrive with something. We all look through our inventory. We've never, yeah. we've never really dealt with hostess gifts before, but let's no. see what we have. Who has the cheese have. platter? Who has the cheese Relatively platter? Relatively new character here. I'm not sure what uh, bonus stuff he's got. I'm still trying to figure out how to use the ring gates, so like maybe I'll just give those to her. <laughs> First person you see. Are you the Raven Queen? Here, have these. Mm. Here you go. I have some fishing tackle. Okay. The pretty ones? Well, colorful? No. Fly fishing? No. Just... Okay. Rod. Uh, I also have teleportation diamond. I mean, Raven Queen. Pretty shiny, sparkly thing. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, could work. Again, we just knock... Is there just like a big door? Are they yeah, just, I mean, okay. I had I had set you up at the bottom of the stairs, so you okay. know there there is just a big door, uh, you know, big double wide, massive. Is there a place to tie off the horse? Do you want to bring the horse? Rex will accompany me. Of course, of course. Why did I even ask? All right, uh, okay. I skip up the steps. Jaunty. Russ, if you could dub in a real cool guy knock for Amy at this point, mm. I All think right. that would be great. Yeah, you got it. As the knock happens, everybody make a wisdom saving throw. Uh-oh. For no reason. <laughs> Turns out it's more of a just let yourself in kind of establishment. Sweet <laughs> Jesus. 30. What? Ooh. 22. Wow. Guys, something special just happened. 19. Also 19. Okay, that was with a plus nine, y'all. I have a plus 11 to my wisdom. What is going on? Yeah, I have plus 10. I guess it's because these high-level characters. It's really like stuff going on here. I know. Well, it's still my dex. little baby characters are like, I'm a minus one. My dex is still like only plus three, and so is my charisma. But wisdom and intelligence, like, fuck yeah, I've been through some shit, obviously. Well. I now control, right? Whoever just tried to control me. No. A 30's got to give me something cool. A a 30 does get you something cool. Okay. Um, But... It's a butt. As you knock, the door swings open. A goth and Yemble and Tulgir. The doors open wide and you feel like this warmth wash over you. And it's not like a weird warmth. Like, you know, undead. Like someone peed in the pool? Not somebody peed in the pool kind of warmth. Like like a, a warm summer morning. There's a bit of a dew in the air and it opens into this green field like rolling hills trees off in the distance you see wildlife running across and you feel drawn into this yeah, I just re-rolled a wisdom saving throw for Rax because I realized he hadn't saved oh, and right. he got a natural one. So oh, Rax I feel is like right Rax is really, he's ready, way. really he's stoked about in. this. He's, he's oh, going. I didn't roll for, well, do I have to if 
if Donnie's in my pouch. I'm sleeping. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Covered it. Good now. Yeah. yeah. So just to clarify, because I did cut out a little bit, but with 19s and a 22, we see a beautiful, the most okay. beautiful, wow, live place. Okay. Yep. Sounds great. Let's go. This is It's like when we fought Tiamat and it's like, oh yeah, deck save? Well, I need to nat or I fail. Cool. <laughs> Thea, you see your friends rush forward. Happily, joyfully, gleefully almost. Oh, it's awkward to watch. <laughs> As you watch them rush into this dark cold and dusty hallway. As the air is settling around you, it's eerily quiet. You see cobwebs, like large cobwebs hanging down from the ceiling and they're running and like grabbing these things and like sniffing all of this. Oh my goodness, it's so beautiful here. It's the most beautiful I mean, place I've ever seen. the colors are just amazing. Oh, the air is this the is perfect pleasant. mix of... It must rain so often in here. You don't see anything else alive or undead, for that matter, in this location. But you don't, you, you don't understand what is happening to. So it's just like a dank, musty, dark, cobweb-filled yeah, like foyer. It's like it, it, well, it's this grand entryway. Like at one point, it probably looked fantastic. Like mm. it probably looked marvelous. Um, but right now, it looks like it's been torn apart. And like a, like a battle has happened here. There are doorways like off Completely to the side, derelict, just the that whole... have been like yeah blown open nice. and like hanging off their hinges. Some of them like barred up. On, like you can see furniture on the on the inside of them. Are you guys? Did you guys all have a conversation prior to us coming in here? Like, is this a joke? This is a weird. The three of you, you don't hear Thea. It's a weird time to joke. You see, collectively, coming down towards you, like over this hill, you see a small satyr. He's, I don't know, about three feet tall. He's got like tussled brown hair, brown eyes. He's got a denim vest on. Oh. Okay, tell me more. Does it have a bedazzled unicorn on the back of it? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It has a bedazzled unicorn on the back of it. And he comes over to you and says, Oh my gosh, friends, it's been so long since I've seen anybody. Come, come with me. Where, where, where have you been? Who, what is happening? You recognize this man as Benjamin. Someone you grew up with. Benjamin, it is so wonderful to see you. I thought everyone was gone. No, no, we've all been here. It's an uncanny coincidence. Isn't it? It's so lovely, isn't it? Did you see the unicorns frolicking on the field? Not the ones just on my back, but the ones frolicking in the field over there. Guys, I didn't. I, I, I didn't see them. I didn't I, I, show me where, Benny. Come, follow Guys, me. Tall gear. I I want to reach out and I want to shake. <laughs> Who are you shaking? 
Now I don't know if I want to shake somebody. <laughs> you sh- you've commit to the bit. You've tried to shake somebody. Who are you shaking? I reach out and I and I touch Yenbol's shoulder G- gently. Yenbol, as Thea touches you, like these thorny vines wrap around your shoulder. A goth and Tulgir, you see this plant shoot up and out of the ground and grab hold of Yenbol and begin pulling her back and down to the ground. Ow, ow! Benjamin, help me! What is happening? This place is so beautiful before, and now it is hurting me. Is there any chance that any of this seems strange to me? I mean, make an insight roll. Oh, that's pretty good. Um, 28? All of the imagery and everything you see and smell and hear all maintains, but... Just kind of like in in the periphery, like just out of sight, you see shadows moving, like mm. figures quickly zipping in and out. And whenever you look at them, they're not there. And this, but you you do see this creature, this thing pulling Yenbul. Like Yenbul, you're being pulled to the ground now. It appears. Yenbul, I think I'm trying to think what I would do. I mean, I'd probably do something. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm hoping for. Something. <laughs> I mean, oh, no. I think Agath like went to pull a, a weapon as the the thorns came out, but as the shadows sort of appear, the sides of her vision, I think she's gonna sort of spin and like maybe try and catch one not, not in the periphery and and still have her her weapon out and just say like something is not quite right. Yeah, something isn't right. Something isn't right. I, I I go to shake a goth. A goth off of the same creature that is attacking Yembo, like mm-hmm. this cloud of spores that shoots out oh. into your face. Uh, make a constitution saving throw. I would love to. Oh, not one. Oh. So that <laughs> is a five. Although I can technically re-roll a saving throw once if I use one of my sticky notes that I think is um, Stone's Endurance? No. It's one of them. Is it a, it's a, are you a fighter? Indomitable. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, the yeah. one. Uh, if you would like to re-roll it, you can. Sure. Yeah, I'll re-roll it just so that I can make sure I use all the sticky notes. Um, 15. It plumes up into your face and you begin coughing and like batting at it. Um, you, you have a weapon in your hand. Like, if you mm-hmm. were to like bat at the cloud, would you? How how would you do that? I probably like put it up defensively. Like, I mean, it's a cloud of spores, so yeah. that isn't. You're not going to swing at not it. Slicing probably not going to say. It. Put it up defensively and and uh, and like raise the shield, kind of thing. As you go up to a Gothia, her shield comes up and her. Her weapon comes up in front of you. What do you do? Ooh. Oh, I back up. I'm going to go, whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, it's me. It's Thea. Agoth, you see like a, a shudder in this cloud of spores in your face. And you see beyond it this darkened hallway just for a brief second. And Thea almost ghostly coming in and out of image. Whoa, 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 whoa. I, I see. I see Thea. She... Is here, but not here. Come with me. Come on. It's me. It's Benjamin. Let's go. Everybody's waiting for you. I'm going to attack Benjamin. Okay. Uh, Roll to hit. A goth knows she doesn't have any old friends. 
That's yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> I was never a child. <laughs> Definitely no, not anyone with that much uh, charisma and cool vests. Yeah. Right? yeah. Definitely not. Yeah, that was a different um, friend group. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. 24? You swing down with your scimitar hard into where Benjamin is standing. Uh, Talgir and Yemble make a constitution saving throw. As Agoth is double-bladed scimitaring your long-lost best friend. 27. Okay, 15. so you don't care about Benjamin. Yemble <laughs> cares about Benjamin. Scimitar's coming down into Benjamin. Talgir, you have this moment of clarity. Like, same kind of thing as I described for a goth, where there's this, this shudder, and you're back in this dark, cobwebbed, dusty hallway, and then you're back, and a goth is cutting down through Benjamin. Yemble, you see the same thing. You don't have the shudder. What do you do as you see a goth's blade coming down? Uh, well, I think I'm sort of kind of on the ground, right? Because I've been pulled down by this vine Definitely thing. at least to knees, yeah. Um, so I'm going to fight against that. I mean... Sorry, friend, but I don't know. I, sure. I mean, I'm going to probably, like, stab at that vine that's a- attached to me. Okay. I mean, I'm just down there, so probably just with, like, a dagger or something. Okay. Yeah, Nothing. Just roll. Nothing roll crazy. Hit. Uh, it was a nat one. <laughs> Lots just of ones w- today. That's the third I'm just so really, far. What's really happening? Waving a dagger kind of above my shoulder in a random pattern. You go to stab at these vines, Yemble. Mm-hmm. Agath, you're swiping through Benjamin. You don't really see what's happening with Tulgir or Yemble behind you. Tulgir, you see Yemble begin stabbing, but at the same time screaming as she's stabbing these vines. And Thea, you see Yemble stabbing into her own shoulder. Oh, oh my god! Uh, I, I want to run at her and I want to wrench the the blade out of her hand. Uh, okay, uh, make a, maybe just a straight dex roll, actually. Or strength, because you're trying to overpower her. 14. Um, make it a contested strength there, Yemble. Because, mm-hmm. so the vine is trying to pull your dagger away from you at this point. 17. The vines are trying to wrap themselves, like, around your blade to try and knock the blade from your hand, but you overpower them. I feel like... I rolled a one on that attack yeah. roll, so if the negative consequence, I guess, is that I am stabbing myself, then I guess I just have to accept that I'm stabbing myself, because <laughs> I did roll a one. Yemble is screaming and maintains her hold on it as you are trying to wrestle it free from her. I go to chop her hand off. No, I'm totally kidding. <laughs> wow. Way out of control. What would you do? Your three friends are clueless and doing weird shit? Uh, Stabbing themselves. Back to a goth. You strike down into Benjamin, who at the last second turns and has like these puppy dog eyes as you cut down hard into him. And he explodes into butterflies. Oh. And just kind of surround you. And they're flying all around you right now. Gonna swing at a few of the butterflies. A goth begins swinging wildly in this room. Back the fuck up. <laughs> right now you have a friend who's stabbing themselves on the ground. You have one swinging a double-bladed scimitar through the air. Tulgir, what are you doing? <laughs> yes, Tulgir. What question. are you doing? 
Join the fun. I need to round out this uh, yeah. this house of horrors. Do something terrible. Don't just enjoy the beautiful scenery and breathe the fresh air. Do something weird and gross. <laughs> All right. Um. So I see Yenbol stabbing at the vines, correct? Yes. And now I see swinging at butterflies. Yep. Yeah, Benjamin would have, like... I don't know if you would have seen, like, the blade connect and, like your brain connect those two like Benjamin was there one moment for you and then he's gone the next and now Agoth is swinging trying to catch butterflies sure um do I have a butterfly net in my mm, possessions by you look down into your bag and you pull out a butterfly net perfect yeah I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and like gently swing it towards some butterflies right. not the more aggressive one that Agoth's mm. doing what's something <laughs> dangerous in your bag that you would be carrying Oh, I probably have lots of things like that. Uh, let's go with uh, my plus three battle axe. <laughs> it's a bad day to be Thea. I'm just saying. Thea, make a dexterity saving throw. I am not happy that I saved on got this. That, got that thirty. Imagine how just this peaceful what, guys, this could have been. Okay, this is why I don't roll well. Because when they do, <laughs> it turns happens. out nothing Look what happens. Good happens. Uh, what kind of this is a dex? dex. Eighteen. Yeah, you see Talgir just kind of at the last moment coming dangerously close to you, swinging down his battle axe. So you're now knocked back. But he's swinging it weird though. He's not using like the the sharp edge. It's like the flat, spread out edge. He's Big like, smile on your face. <laughs> yeah, totally oh, having a good time. Happiness. To get out of the way, you knock yourself back prone, and you're just seeing this yemble just like wrenching this blade into her shoulder. Agoth doesn't look happy, I don't think. No. No. Ag- Ag- D- does I mean, she, she ever? Really does, yeah. But. but yeah, like Agoth has has some clues as to what's happening. Talgir also had like just this shimmer of clarity, but has gone back to trying to catch butterflies with a battle axe. So your Trauma three friends will do that to a person. Are running around doing this. What do you want to do? Uh, I'd like to shout out into the building. Okay. Hello. Hi. Uh, um, uh, oh shit. What, what was her name? Qu- um, Queen, Queen of the Ravens. Queen of the Ravens, if you're doing this, um, we are here uh, in peace. And if you could stop this, we, we really need your help. Your friends are still running around and the scene is playing out in front of you. Everybody else, as you're doing what you think you're doing. There are these just quick little shots of of clarity that come through and you see Thea on the ground screaming up and you hear just little glimpses of the pleads she's yelling out into this room and then it goes back. Yemble, as you get one of these, you see that blood is like pouring down your front and then it snaps back and the vine is trying to wrap itself around. Goth and Tulgir, you're chasing down and then you see your weapons come out as you're like running towards each other trying to get these butterflies. Make dexterity saving throws, please. All right, well, right away, it's not great. <laughs> Nine. Eighteen. You see them... Tulgir a little bit too late. Agoth, you're able to move to the side, but the momentum of your blade comes down and strikes into Tulgir. Roll damage, please. Uh, Nine damage. And as you take that damage, uh, make another wisdom saving throw as you feel this sharp, 
I mean, you see it, but then it goes back to what you you see as a butterfly net. Sure. Uh, that'll be a 24. And as it hits in, everything melts away. Like, in this wave of death and decay, like, the entire Green Hills, like, like immediately browns up and the trees shrivel up. You see Benjamin come back and he like quickly emaciates himself and becomes a skeleton who falls to the ground and you're back like clear. You're bleeding, but you're back and you see a goth continuing to cautiously run around and... Strategically. (laughs) Yembel grappling with herself and Thea behind you, screaming up into the building. All right. Uh, yeah, I guess I'll go um, attempt to remove said dagger from Yenbol's shoulder. <laughs> Seems to be the order of yeah, the day. Let's do a straight strength contest. Thea, you see Tolgir stand up and begin moving towards Yenbol and moving towards her dagger. Twelve. Nineteen. Tolgir? And he grasps hold of it hard and like you you describe how you take it from Yembo who's putting up a fight. Yeah, um I picture it like you know an over the top Russ. I do know an over the top. <laughs> so essentially Tulgear goes over the top on this day. I'm gonna need a little bit of an explanation because I don't know over the top. Don't know over the top. No, and maybe some of our listeners won't uh. either. Can I have a little more? So, uh, over the top, which I have seen one time. Only once? Based on Russ's recommendation, because <laughs> he owned it. Uh, is a movie uh, basically about arm wrestling? It is. And fathers and, and sons. And fathers and sons, and the bond right? that brings them together. Cross-generational yeah. uh, gap. Yeah, basically, Sly Stallone is like this crazy arm wrestler dad guy who's a truck driver. And his, his signature move is to go over the top when they're arm wrestling. Which so. means the fingers come over the top. I, I've heard yeah. enough. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you asked for I more. I am sorry. So yeah, I go over the top and I like slowly get this dagger like a way A out of her shoulder and then B out of her hand. Talgear? Talgear, can you hear me? It's the middle. And we're here to say that Amy's not here, so we're gonna say all of her secrets. <laughs> what tune did you go with, Russ? You know, I don't know. I was <laughs> okay. an original. It was very, I, you came in with like a very sort of plaintive energy that yeah. I was not mm-hmm. expecting. Yeah, I, I was like expecting something kind of like upbeat, mm-hmm. robust, and it was more like, mm, okay, I'm just going to test the waters yeah. here. Well, sometimes sometimes when I say I'm going to try and find a tune, my mind blanks on all songs in the world. Yes. And then course, it's like, yeah. well, I'll start one and I'll find it halfway yeah. through. But it. But then it's just in a ridge, and now I can sell that uh, and get all the royalties on it. Now you're rich, just like that. Take that, Imagine Dragons. I was going to do Thunder, <laughs> but not anymore. <laughs> okay. I had a thing like that the other day for work. Uh, they were asked, like, what are your some of your favorite, like, ads that you remember? And I was like, I don't think I've ever seen an ad before. 
can't, I can't think of a single laugh. Totally. Tide pods. Yeah, they did something, didn't yeah, they? Right? Like <laughs> mm, those delicious tide pods. <laughs> um, we're in the middle now, and we're, um, we're well. Amy's not here because she had to go put our put our daughter to bed. Uh, so, what kind of secrets? Oops. What kind of Amy's dirt do we time. have on Amy? I mean, nothing. I don't think no, she's kind of she's an open great. book, which is yeah. one of the best yeah. things about her. Yeah. Let's just talk about all the things we like about Amy. She's very funny. Very funny. Very funny. Yeah, she's a very, so. very nice person. Very nice. Yeah. Very smart. And, very and, smart. Yeah, and driven. Uh, very, yeah. like, to the point, but in a good way. Mm-hmm. Yes. Some people are, like, blunt, but no, she is, like, oh, there's no pointed, yeah. but politely so. Yeah. Yeah. One thing I admire about Amy is that she really likes the things that she likes and just, like, goes for it. Owns it. Like, yeah. if Amy and, like, champions is, like, them too. I like gardening. Get on board, this everybody is, else. This yeah. is what is happening. And I think it's yeah. great. Also, she's a total fox. Absolutely. I don't mm-hmm. want to like demean her, but no, but I we mean, gotta but say, like, you got to call it. Exactly. Yeah. She just walked back in. So we're going to stop talking yep. about her. Yep, now. That's right. Yep. Amy's back now. We're in the middle of a, of a middle. So just bring it home here, Amy. Yep. You got this, Amy. And go. You guys are friggin awesome. Come visit us over at Patreon. Patreon.com slash dumb dragon cast. See, so good. Perfect, isn't see? She, she just nailed it. Nailed it. Yeah. You knew what she are we talking it? about? You. We were just talking <laughs> about the things we said about her were accurate. Yeah, I think I think we brought it home. All right, thanks everybody. Have a <laughs> okay, great thanks, uh, right. rest Bye. of the episode. Bye now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right here. A little busy. Oh, thank God. Oh, holy crap. Okay. Um, what the fuck is going on? Don't know. I uh, got stabbed. Woke up. You're welcome. I'm on the case now. <laughs> Agoth, as you're running around, make a dexterity saving throw, please. Gladly. 11. A few things happen because you took the blade. So, uh, Yemble, the, the vines to you have ripped your blade and are now constricting themselves hard around your arm. Like, you feel like you're losing circulation in your arm. You see it and it's turning like black and blue quickly before your eyes. Agoth, do you continue to chase the butterflies? What's no. What's your... You, you're just kind of observing, walking, looking. Yeah, I think at this point, like, get out a little bit of aggression on the butterflies, but that's that's not, you know, that's bloodless sated with Tilgir, I guess. I think right now, just sort of defensive position, because something is clearly messed up, but I don't seem yeah. to have a way to stop. I've been through my spell list like 17 times. How can I stop this? <sighs> Come on, post-it notes. You see Rax bolt off. Oh my Rax. <laughs> yeah, still with the nat one. Uh, you see Rax yeah. bolt off into the, like going into the horizon, basically, like following these green hills. He's Everybody else. Um, Tolgir and Thea, you see Rax bolt down this hallway. Oh shit. Okay, I think, yeah, at that point, uh, Agath would sort of hang her head and go, shit, and uh, head after Rax. And then Agath follows quickly behind Rax, and you see Agath break stride a little bit, but only because the floor depresses quickly beneath her. And (laughs) this, this blade swings out of the wall and down. I imagine you have a long stride, so it like catches an arm as you're on like the backswing. And you take 17 slashing damage as this yep. blade swings down through. No big deal. Yeah, it's fine. You have like a thousand hit points, so. Uh, make a wisdom saving throw as you take this heavy amount of damage. Come on. So this is where I should have uh, 
weighted to use <laughs> that saving throw ability because I just rolled a two, which makes it an 11. Okay. Now, sometimes with fighters, do they get multiple uses of that? Thanks. Maybe I'll go look. <laughs> right? Like, I mean, occasionally it's like, hey, at level seven, you get this and you get another one at level 14. Indomitable. Says once, one time per long rest. Damn yeah. it. Yeah. Worth a shot. Totally worth a shot. Okay. Then as this hits you, you see this huge black winged creature. Ooh. Like it's hard to describe. It's not bat like. It's got like these this long snout with these razor sharp teeth and it like flies up and out of what you now see as this giant crevice that Rax has jumped across and it is bearing down on you right now. I think I'm going to take evasive maneuver. I got to get that horse cuz if he gets too far ahead of me, I ain't ever going to catch him. So you get you like sh- shielding yourself with your shield. And are trying to yeah. move away from this, and as um, so, there's this now like ravine. How do you traverse that? I'm very athletic. Can I jump across it? You can certainly try. Yes, I will. Make it, uh, make it athletics. Come on, dice. Or acrobatics, either or. Um, eighteen. Take a few steps back and run out and try and leap over top of this. You fall one step short, but your foot hits the ground regardless. Like it's, You feel like it's almost like falling, and then you hit the ground hard and like almost buckle underneath yourself. And those little shots of clarity come back, and you see them ripple down the hallway as you see Rax running further down this dark hallway. It's like increasingly dark. Um, as he goes down, you turn back and you see your friends, particularly Yemble, who's been taking damage from herself. If he's making my arm for go for quite a while, like lose, uh, should probably have you make a wisdom saving throw. No, like I'm taking damage. Can I take a wisdom saving? Make a throw? wisdom saving throw. I just like keeping you in the dark here. I, I, I stabbed myself. Now my my hand hurts real bad, or doesn't? I feel yeah. nothing in it. It's numb. And I have pins and needles for an hour. Oh, it wasn't a great roll, guys. Uh, oh, this is plus 10, 17. You're still in La La Land. Okay, well. Uh, okay, what are they, what are Telgir and Thea doing? You see Agath and the horse run down. Right. The, uh, Yenbull is still not with it. I'm just wrestling, I guess, Telgir, but I think vines, yeah, but I'm... struggling. Yeah. <laughs> um, Three out of four of you are collectively in this place. Uh, I'm going to put my hands on Yenbull and and shake her a little bit and and say, "Come on, you can get out of this." As I cast guidance on her, first time ever. I don't even know what it does. What does it do? Wow, I've never heard of this spell. (laughs) I've had it since the dawn of time, everybody, and was like, "When will I fucking ever use this?" You're just waiting for this moment. Please (laughs) save me from stabbing myself. Have one in the back pocket the whole time. <laughs> you touch one willing creature, and once before the spell ends, a target can roll a d4 and add the number rolled to one ability check of its choice. Oh, no, wait, it's an ability check? See, fuck this. This is why I use this. <laughs> can we just say it's a save? Yeah, it's got... Yeah, sure. Can we not? just... Yeah. Uh, so, Yenbull, uh, you... That's why I've never used... Thea goes to, sh- to shake you, and you, like, see her come in and out of view. Come on, you can get out of this. Make another wisdom saving throw. You know what? We'll say with advantage rather than just the plus four. Uh, okay, because I'm being well, helpful. Because you're being helpful. <laughs> yeah. Sure. 
So 19 or 21. So, I mean, 21, obviously, is the one that I want. It's better. But it's not good enough? Still not good enough, hey? I guess (laughs) not. That was my original roll, I think. Shit. I'm just, like, rolling around, like, just pulling and wrestling with this mean vine, looking at what I still see that looks like a gorgeous, beautiful place, and somehow I found the one asshole plant that's just stacking me. (laughs) Isn't that always the way it works? You see Benjamin back standing over you. You just have to... You just have to swing harder. You just have to swing harder, and then you can get free, and then you can come play. I want to come play. Help me. Well, what can you do? How can you get free? I'll, I, I'll help you. He reaches his hand out for you. Yeah, I grab his hand. I mean, of course I do. I don't, I don't know what's going on. It's my old friend Benny. Everyone from the place that I live is gone, you guys. Grasp Benny's hand. Uh-huh. And you feel that if you cast Sacred Flame, all will be better. Great. They have to, you have to do a deck save, whoever I'm rolling that at. It has to be to 17. Okay. Oh, God, it's me. Is it me? Who is uh, it? I think it's Tolgear. Oh, right? Well, Thea He's, was like... Oh, maybe it's both. Oh, yeah. Thea has... I was shaking mean, you. 18. Oh, good. Good for you. So that's like, what, half damage? No, I think it's nothing. Because <laughs> no, it's a... It's a cantrip, so... Guys, it's all coming up Amy today. Burst of light goes up before you. Thea makes you jump back. Oh, God! Yemble, you you clasp Benjamin's hand, and Sacred Flame goes off. You hear Thea's yell off in the distance, it seems like. But as you look back to Benjamin, his arm is skeletal, and the skin is, like, sloughing away from him, and he says, come play, come play, it will be fine, come on, let's go! And he's, like, pulling at you. Make a... What's your wisdom plus? Ten. Oh, fuck. Okay, make a wisdom saving throw. <laughs> well, I haven't made it yet. I know you yeah. haven't yet. <laughs> well, 29. Whoa. I did it. Yay! <laughs> wow. As you see, like, this the flesh falling away, and it's instilling this fear in you, and then you suddenly steal yourself, and it all just falls like it with dust. Oh. And you're all standing in this dark hallway. Rax has run off further. I don't know if a goth has... hear his hooves echoing down some hallway. Dust-covered cobwebs, like not fresh cobwebs, but like dust-covered cobwebs hang from the ceilings. Your hands and like face and bodies are covered in this decay. And you look around. Yeah, you recognize that all of your cohorts, your friends are back to themselves. Yenbull? Yes, I... Gosh. Are you I, okay? I'm bleeding. Yeah, you stabbed yourself multiple times in the shoulder yeah, for some a, reason. Yeah, a real bunch. Um, but there were these vines attacking me and I... No, no, no there weren't. Oh. You, I don't know what happened, but you three were in some sort of fantasy world, looked like you were having a real good time until you weren't. That's the thing. It was great until it wasn't. It was so beautiful. Green fields and fresh air, and it was wonderful. Uh, do you need any help, Yenbo? How's your shoulder? No, I. it is fine. Okay. We should probably go after a goth. She, she ran down that corridor chasing Rax, who I'm pretty sure is still in that dreamland hallucination. I think as you're saying that, I sort of just, like, come up behind you. <clears throat> oh! Oh, you are here. But Rax is gone. Rax is somewhere down 
that direction. Um, well, we have to go get him. Since we don't exactly know where to go anyway, it seems... And I mean, we didn't put in all that time getting over that bridge to not go after him. Okay, let's let's go find him. Um, can I look around the room? Is there? I hadn't had a chance. What with all my friends being like psycho and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Is there anything in here? Any books? Any sigils? You definitely see symbols of the Raven Queen all down this hallway. You see tapestries where uh, it appears like something or someone has like scratched or torn out the faces and bodies of whoever was in these images. So there's nothing discernible from any of them as you're walking by. You see specifically different landscapes of similarly to what you've seen out in the landscape that you were landscape that you were walking through, but also the occasional one of like silvery moon or high forest, but those ones are f- much fewer and farther between. He's got to reach a dead end at some point, right? Like, there's, it's not just a big circle, or maybe he'll just come up behind us at some point. Yes, we have to keep going until we find Rax or something else. Do you have, like a, like, a, like, a homing beacon on him? You got, like, a low jack attached to Rax? Fortunately, given his size, he is generally very easy to track. Do we still hear his hooves? He doesn't have to have, like, a bell on him or anything. <laughs> yeah, I would say you definitely hear him yeah. down this hallway. And I imagine, like, with all the dust and cobwebs, like, there's probably a fairly easy way to track him yeah. through. Because big bodies brushed up against a wall or something. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. a clean spot. Narrow corridor, giant horse. You continue down the hallway following the, the neighs and hoof steps that you hear. The room is getting much darker so anybody without dark vision, so Yemble for sure, maybe a goth, would be having difficulty seeing the farther you go. I can cast, well, I guess I can try to cast light. Hold on. Is that going to use up a spell slot for you or is that a cantrip? That's a cantrip. Okay, I was just going to say. Don't, don't waste your spells. We yeah. haven't even gotten to the Raven Queen. But we don't know if anything happened after that last spell. No, no, but I mean save it for the Raven Queen just in case there's a big yeah. battle. Because I have, uh, but yeah, no, it's a, it's a cantrip, so I can, uh, I can just like cast it on my mace. So your mace begins to light up, and you're able to see thirty or sixty feet or whatever it is. It lights up the hallway far enough that you can see. Everybody, make a perception check as that happens. Twenty-four. Seventeen. Eight. Thirteen. Guess that shoulder's really bothering. Yeah, and you're holding the mace with that shoulder too. You're not doing yourself any favors. <laughs> the uh, with the twenty-four, you. Like, the light comes on, and even with the 17, like, you see the walls themselves ripple for a moment. Mm. And then they stop. Like, almost like you toss a, a small rock into a, into a pool, it ripples, and then it's still again. Did anyone else see that? See, see what? I didn't like see... The walls are... Made out of water? That sounds stupid. I understand how that sounds. <laughs> I want to reach out and touch one of the walls. With uh, a head of my arrow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Mama didn't raise no fool. Uh, yeah, you reach out and poke the wall. With I want to poke arrow. it. Yeah. Uh, you do so, and it seems like it's a real wall. 
I take it and I carve my blade into it and I just carve Theo. A T was here. That appears as you carve it out. Must have just been a trick of the light, I guess. I'm trying to see. I don't even have like detect magic or like the most basic kind of like revealing spell that I could. I have detect. Who needs to build a balance party? I have detect magic. <laughs> I have detect oh, magic. Tolgear should do a spell. I mean, there's probably magic everywhere, but we gotta try and figure out what's going on in this joint. All right, yeah, let's do it. I'm gonna cast detect magic. Tell me how Tolkier detects magic. He kind of just like he has a little amulet on his neck, and he kind of just grabs it and mutters under his breath and goes to uh, detect all that good, good magic or bad magic. Hey, you magic? Is that what you whisper? Is that what everybody hey. whispers? Hey. <laughs> uh-huh. um, you magic? For you, as you detect magic, the entirety of your surroundings come back with basically the walls and the floors and the ceiling, like everything lights up and it's giving um, an enchantment school of magic. Uh, guys, everything is magic. Like the walls are alive with the magic? The sound of magic, yes. Okay. Everybody sees it now. The walls begin to like wave out and you, you hear them collapsing in behind you. Like almost like doors shutting, but the wall is like folding in on itself, coming down from the entrance that you now no longer see because it's collapsing in behind you. Perhaps we should go. Yes, quickly. Yep. Everybody begins running down the hallways, and as you run, it gets faster and faster, and there's a singular door down at the end of this hallway. Let's go. Yep. It's it's that or get crushed by walls, so... Uh, You burst through this door and into this darkened room that is illuminated by the light, and you see ahead of you, come into view, you see Rax standing in the center of this room. The sound of the crushing walls goes until it hits that doorway, and then it's like this echoey stop. And as you take a second, you see along the edges of this, what you now see is like a circular room that now has no doors in or out. You see figures that look like darkened humanoid figures standing in obscured, almost painful looking positions, almost as if they're in like a tableau or a statue. And Rax is ears up panicked eyes looking at these creatures. I'll go up to Rax and just like put my hand on his neck and try and calm him down a little bit. He kind of startles at your touch and then like sinks back towards you and you see standing uh, right in front of him like Uh Almost like a wave out of these these humanoid creatures in like these anguish like you see the look on their face and it's anguished and the the flesh of them it looks decayed but like there's this first one right in front of Rax like he snorts out and like this plume of noxious gas comes out and this figure like cranes its neck and begins like cracking its bones as if it begins to move. I'm gonna turn undead. Dungeons and Dragons, Season 2, 
Episode 92, starring Amy Moore as Thea Amastasia, Carla Maxted as Yen Bol Nuri, Tom Laird as Tolkier Heavyfoot, with guest Kristen Flemons as a goth god lost Catho Alavi, and Russ Moore as your dungeon master. Editing, production, and sound design by Russ Moore. This episode featured music from Epidemic Sound and sound effects from Epidemic Sound, Boom Library, and Sound Ideas. A huge thank you to our supporting producers. Gabriel Lynch, Jessica Babiak, Stevie, Cat Waterflame, Jacob Madden, Christian Brown, Devin Michaels, Aaron Stevens, and Lulahan. To support Dungeons & Dragons and our many other productions and get access to an exclusive podcast called The Adventures Of, bonus episodes, and much more, please join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast, where when we reach 100 patrons, we'll release an exclusive Grancis and Flamekins bonus episode, Escaping the Abyss. You can also follow us at facebook.com slash dumbdragonpodcast and on Instagram and Twitter at dumbdragon cast thank you for listening have a great week we'll talk again soon there is the perfect mix of (laughs) (laughs) it's pleasant it's pleasant (laughs) such effusive language from a goth she's really bubbly (laughs) we've iced you out it's fine (laughs) who's this benny bitch you know why i will fuck him up taking my spot it's good Use up all the sticky notes at the beginning of the session. Good, good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You are trying to take Tom out. You guys are going to do a swap season podcasting, <laughs> aren't you? Yeah. I see what's Finally, going on my here. plan begins. Tricky, tricky. I say that because I don't think Yembol has dark vision. Rude. What are you doing v- looking at my sheet and learning my weaknesses? <laughs> I think you said it. <laughs> I do either. Oh, yeah. And so, have. dagger in shoulder yeah. is a good <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons is a Dumb Dragons production. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. If you're looking for a podcast adventure, check out Dumb Dumbs and Dragons, a podcast where improvisers and comedians who've never role-played before journey into the world of Dungeons and Dragons. Dumb Dumbs and Dragons has been featured on the official Dungeons and Dragons podcast, ranked number two of all fiction podcasts in America, and has been downloaded more than four million times. Dumb Dumbs and Dragons can be discovered anywhere hilarious podcasts can be found. It's like Lord of the Rings, if everyone was an idiot.